G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And this is Denver Down Under, our fun podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Yeah, we talk about uh, growing up because there was an important difference in uh, in our in our uh, youth. Different places. Different locations. Different cultures. Different uh, hats. Different hemispheres. I was in Canberra, Australia, and Port Macquarie, and Frank was in Denver, a, a Colorado. A different time zone. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were still doing the bit. Oh, no. The bit. The bit, the bit is dead. Wow. We didn't even get... If this was a list game, we, we just... No, no, portmanteau. No, that's, not a, that's not a dead bit. <laughs> the dit? Yeah. Yeah, the dit's kind of dead. It sounds like a, a Jewish ghost. The Why? Why like, does it sound like a Jewish just, ghost it specifically? Remind, it reminded me of the dibbuk. What is the dibbuk? A dibbuk is a uh, uh, a creature or spirit, spirit in Jewish folklore um, whereby uh, it's like a, a malevolent spirit. It'll appear in the form of um, someone you know or like peripherally know and ask for help. You know how it'll, it'll, it'll help you out, and then once you invite it into your home, it like curses your family or whatever. It's it's the the um, the start of one of probably my favorite movie, A Serious Man, begins with the the story of the Dybbuk. Are you my Dybbuk? Because I feel cursed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, what's our topic for this week, Locke? Uh, we're talking about uh, extracurricular activities and uh, specifically school, school clubs. clubs. Yeah. Oh, look at our sink. That was so good. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I have a, a lot of a lot of juicy stories. Um, we do have a question to start with. I do. You do because you're the champion of these good questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm really really smacking them out. Uh, my question this week is uh, requires you to describe something to me. Oh. Are you ready? Are you feeling creative? Only in my most savory. Savory. No. Mm, yeah. In my normal voice, yes. Yeah. I am so ready. All right. Describe to me your ideal roller skates. Mm, that's a good question. Okay. So, they have to have red flames because mm. red makes you go faster. Yeah. I want the... I want ball bearings to have... Yeah, this is going to be a really powerful roller skate. Do you want, like, them ball, giant ball bearings instead of wheels? Yes. Okay. I want ball bearings, like... Well, like, all-terrain motion. Yeah. yeah. And I want them on the side of the roller skates as well, but not to the full, full like, side of the foot. I want them at a 45-degree angle so that when I do my cool leaning, because I'm going to be speeding across the lake. So you want, you want roller blades, really? Yes, but I want to call them roller skates. Well, because roller blades make you sound a lot edgier, and that's not really what I'm going for. Because I'm with humble. Ball bearings and flames, you're going for pretty edgy. <laughs> no, I'm a really humble uh, skater. Also, I want them to actually not have any form of thing that I can roll on. I just no no. Because I fall, I have no balance. So I really just, if they just didn't have any form of like you just want wheel, some cool shoes. Yeah, if they didn't have any kind of wheel or um, rolling mechanism, 
I think that would probably be the best for my safety and my life. Well, they're roller skates, Frank. They have to have something. I want roller skates with cool flames, uh, but without rolling mechanisms. I still want the high ankle cover, and I also want the brake on the top of the shoe. <laughs> okay. And I just don't want the rolling mechanism. Is that fine? You just want to kind of, like, stumble as you walk. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be able to, like, stop my di- fall at a much more reasonable pace than I do now. What about you? So, yeah, so I changed my answer midway, but, like, I went from being, like, cool and and a a real cool skater boy to just Just, practical. Because I'm an adult now. Just sad. I'm a real adult, and I I know my limitations. And my limitations are that I can barely walk without nearly dying. Just because I trip and land and break my neck. Yeah, you've done that many times, right? I've gotten very close. All right. My poor knee is skinned because I tripped and yeah. fell, and and it's oozing into my jeans. Poor, and now my poor jeans... one out for our knees back on the home ranch. <laughs> okay, what about you, Lachlan? Uh I think I would want uh, kind of like an off-white with um, you know, like Valkyrie wings coming off the back. So you're going vintage. Yeah, this feels very vintage. Yeah, are you gonna have the short shorts to accommodate it? Yeah, are you gonna have the um, shitty pair of headphones that go over the ear. Yeah, are you going to just? Did you do you ever play a game on uh, Xbox called Jet Set Radio Future? Mm, is it a roller skating one? It is a roller where skating it has game. weird music and everyone has just really stylish pants. Yeah, and you graffiti everywhere. <laughs> yes, you yeah. want that? Yeah, that that game is so sick, and the music from it is is, is super gas. Okay. Here, here's a friend-to-friend thing, though. I've seen you run, and you have just marginally more balance than I. Uh, no, I, I'm, I, this, this is like ideal world. If I'm crafting my roller skate, I get to craft my roller skate prowess as well. Yes, well, okay, because what I was going to say is that, I don't know, my dude, I just... I, I have terrible gross meta skills. I have no, zero, zero gross meta skills, yeah. Okay, well, what would you do with these cool cool roller skates would you just like have them up on your shelf no wear them because as i said if i'm crafting my ideal roller skate i get to craft the ability as well actually that makes a pretty good point i think i would like some really cool flames i would like really futuristic roller um god what did i say before ball bearings ball bearings yeah i'd like ball bearings um in a, a mechanism to just let me roll in in four dimensions <laughs> and i would keep them on my top shelf so that when my son uh decides that he wants to roller skate i can look him in the eye and be like follow me boy because uh, i'm going kratos with the the boy thing i kind of like that aesthetic and then i'm gonna go into my secret compartment take out these roller skates and bestow them upon him and then he'll become the chosen one fair enough the chosen skater boy. The chosen skater boy. See you later, boy. Yeah. He'll, he'll be the he one. He wasn't good enough for her. Yeah, he'll be the one who gets told, see you later, boy. <laughs> okay, I think we should talk about school clubs. God, I would love to. Frank. Do you want to start? I don't, but I want you to start. Oh, it's my time. It is. I'm the starter now. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I've loved clubs. I like being part of things. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, you know how many things I've got my fingers in. God, these so many pies. Gross, grubby fingers. So many pumpkin pies. Don't you insult my pumpkin pies. This is, You're <laughs> insulting my heritage right now. Okay. I need to take a deep breath. Okay. So, in middle school, I was part of the science club. And I was, uh, the teacher who was actually in charge of the science club was Mrs. King, who hated me. As I've talked about in a, in a previous podcast. Uh, episode uh when i fainted she was actually the teacher who tried to go yell at me until i actually hit my head on the desk and she hated me but she put up with me because i was okay at science and so she put me in the science club and we went to these competitions to do these just tests and questions and stuff and the only real memory i have and the like one time she was nice to me was because we did really well in this random like rocket building competition and i remember having snuck my psp into the back of the car which is this little handheld game console and i remember having borrowed grand theft auto from a friend and playing it because i was like seated directly behind her so she couldn't see what i was doing and just playing grand theft auto and be like oh this is so cool i love doing this during school time because we got to go on a little mini field trip. And that was the only memory I have with that. So that meant nothing to me. In high school, I started a club called Bridge Club. Do you know the game Bridge? I do. It has a rampant cheating problem. Yes. I was not a part of that movement. But I did, with a friend, uh, started the Bridge Club. And it was really just an excuse for us to play card games. But Mr. Wood who was an English teacher. He was very cool. He ended up teaching us bridge, and we got really, really competitive with each other about it. And it was it got to about 10 people. And I remember in my junior, my sophomore, junior, and senior year, kind of grabbing some freshmen and bringing them to this club and teaching them how to play bridge. And then just getting more and more people to join this club. So that I always had people to play with. You started a bridge cult. Uh, uh, I, uh, I don't, I don't know about that. That's a strong cult. We don't like the word cult here at Denver Down Under. And I love the word cult. Our bridge. I'm a big fan of the word cult. Our bridge thing, our bridge club is the correct word, not cult. And then actually, just in uni, um, just last year, I was actually part of ANU's uh, 5050, which is a gender equity and STEM organization. I, it's kind of a club. It's not really. It's more just a thing to uh, help improve STEM uh, gender equity. And so I did that, and that was cool. That was part of something. Yeah. So I really love being a part of a club, and it's part of being something and just kind of meeting people with similar interests. And I really, I like that. Oh, at my dorms, I started a Magic the Gathering Club. And I just brought all of my bad commons and uncommons. And I gave them to people. And then helped them build decks. And then challenged them with it. And I was undefeated because no one else knew how to play Magic. Yeah, that seems reasonably easy to beat people who don't know how to play. Yeah, and so I was undefeated, and I still hold that reputation with a very small group of people, which, oh, yes, take that, Lachlan. Yeah, you got nothing on me. You're a <laughs> dorm champion. I am. 
What about you? What part of uh, school clubs have you been a part of? Well, 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 said the goose. Um, unfortunately for you, uh, clubs don't really exist in the same way they do in American schools here. Are they cults? Uh, they're not really a thing. Like, there's no... Just at all. There's, there's no, like, science club. There's no, like, AV club or whatever. Like, clubs as a concept uh in in at least at least as i know as my in my experience in in high school um weren't really a thing like uh during high school i was a part of several different drama productions and that's kind of like being in drama club theater was, club yeah were um, you the, the chief theater enthusiast i was not i was did you out drama some people I was uh, I was drama captain in one year, I think. No, maybe it was maybe I was religion captain. No, that doesn't wait, sound right. Wait, 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 wait. What is religion captain? Uh, we had in year ten, I think it was, uh, captaincies of okay. various things. Uh, there was drama captain, uh, religion captain, like sports captain, and then like. Year captain and and deputy deputy year captain. Did you go to a religious school? Yeah, yeah. I went. I, I've been oh, I've been okay. in Catholic schooling my entire life. Yeah. I see. That's why you're so fond of religion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, God, I I was captain of something, but I can't remember what it was. Sports. It, it probably it definitely wasn't sports. <laughs> I think I might have been. I think I might have been drama captain at uh at some point. In any case, um, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Here's my question: Why would you have made a good candidate for religion, religion captain? Uh, nobody else would want it. Oh, were you, wait, were you that kid who would like accept every job available? Uh, not necessarily, but I, no, I don't think I was. I was religion captain. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, a, a, a friend of mine, uh, Jessica Carino, uh, was was uh, religion captain. Was she good? Uh, I barely remember myself being a captain, so I can't hmm. really speak to her. Did her she wear a cool divine hat? right to be captain? She wore zero hat. Hmm. Just saying, if you're a captain of religion. In a lot of different religions, you just get to wear a cool hat. That's like the minimum job requirement. Yes, it is. Cool hats. I'm into it. Cool hats. Okay. Unfortunately, drama did not give me as many opportunities to wear cool hats as I otherwise would have liked. However, it did give me the experience of uh, doing a lot of extracurricular activities because um, most of the drama stuff would be done outside school hours, uh, weekends and after school and stuff. Uh, and yeah, I participated in a number of different productions, uh, several different Shakespeare productions, uh, and as well as a musical and also, uh, can you sing? Uh, I can sing. All right. I'm better now that I was, I think. I mean, you definitely sang a few times on, on the podcast. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I was only in the chorus for that anyway. Oh, okay. I was really excited that you're gonna have some solos. That's gonna no, no. Unfortunately, no. My I think my voice is definitely uh, matured now, and that's better. Like uh, a fine wine. Like a like a an excellent scotch, you know, aged aged whiskey. Um, like thousand year old duck egg. Thousand year old egg. Yeah. No, I I know. I, I knew where you were going. 
<laughs> there was there was one particular moment that stood out. There was a an ex student who was uh, kind of like a, a, a tutor for our uh, for our production um, of a Midsummer Night's Dream, and I was part of Bottoms Crew. Mm. Um, and I, I was uh, I can't remember the character, but they they have like a speech where they hold a lamp, and I had a dog, which was pretty nice. That's a. <laughs> I wish I could play that character if it got me a dog. Yeah. And there was one moment where uh, he was trying to, like, psych us up and, like, like get us to, like, break free of our, our kind of, like... Mortal coil. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> like, uh, boring mindset or something? I don't know. But he threw a chair across the room, basically. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Did it was you, unexpected, that's for sure. Did you break out of that boring... Uh, I guess so, yeah. Mindset. I had a walking stick for a while, and he took it away from me because he thought I was hiding behind it, so... You needed the walking stick? No. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I also got to experience... Uh, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, the Indonesian uh, kind of, like, form of expression is buto. Mm, you, you have, yes. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was super cool. I did a workshop of that. Um, yeah, drama really uh, gave me a lot of different opportunities to express myself, and I, I've been doing. I was part of a after-school drama group all throughout primary school. Oh, um, and we would do various productions. Uh, one that sticks out in my mind that I remember was uh, a rough. It was it was called something like. Uh, a rough or, or brief history of Australia in 37 minutes or something. <laughs> and it was all about, like, um, the the invasion of, of Australia by the, the British colonists and, and Captain Cook and stuff. Um, How did it portray them? Um, I assume it was pretty uh, Eurocentric and, like, uh, fairly tongue-in-cheek, but uh, I, I can't really remember it too much. I might try and find it and we can investigate and see how, just how problematic it really was. Oh, um, you have it on... I assume it's somewhere on the internet and I can find it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, not not uh, not me actually performing it, just the actual play. Oh, yeah. I'm less interested in that. Well, I would I, love to see Little Locky do, do there, his work. There is video footage of me performing in Twelfth Night as mm. Sebastian. Okay. Um... I don't know how well Is you know the play. on the internet as well? No. It's only... It's a DVD in this house somewhere. Oh. Okay. Maybe I... Well, there's, hey. also, there's also me in a, a Spanish play uh, called, like, Blood Moon. ¿Tú hablas español? Uh, no hablo English. <laughs> okay. Bueno. 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 We just insulted a whole language with our buenos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lo siento. Okay. Menteroso. Menteroso. That's my favorite word in Spanish. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? It's so dramatic. Yeah. I just... What's your favorite word in English, by the way? My favorite word in English. Uh, I think perhaps it could be... Uh, I'd like allegedly a lot. Mm, allegedly is pretty good. It has a um, lot of... A lot of connotation. I think, like, there are letters that are cooler than other letters. Like, uh, X is obviously, like, one of the coolest So letters. edgy. It's just, like... X. And, like, um, I think, uh, like, 
probably like W and Y are like pretty cool, and like Z is pretty cool. And like you've been playing a lot of words with friends. I have been playing a lot of words with. Do you friends. want to know a really good word? Yeah. If you could ever do it, you'll just win on the spot. Syzygy, S Y Z Y G Y, and it is an astro uh, aligning of three or more astral bodies. Cool. And that's my hangman word. Yeah. Whenever somebody challenges me to a game of hangman, and I just don't wanna don't wanna lose, that is the word I use because yeah. it is ugh, a gross word. That might be my favorite word yeah. in English or serendipity. Yeah, serendipity. I love serendipity. Have you seen the movie Serendipity? No, it's very good. I'm not very cultured yeah. in, in movies about chance. Yeah, nice chance. John, is it a rom com? It feels yeah, like yeah, a rom com. Yeah. As um John Cusack in it. Okay. Like the basic premise is um these two people meet and uh then um uh he writes something in a book for her. It's like her favorite book or whatever. Um or maybe she she writes in the book for him. One person writes in a book for the other person and then uh years later uh, he's looking in a bookstore and he finds that book again and they like reconnect. It's like about like literal serendipity, like the 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 chance that these two people will meet again. It's very, very uh, endearing. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it doesn't seem like the best plan logistically, but I, I watched I watched a lot of like early two thousands, like nineties rom coms recently. Why? Just like they're on just like this list of movies. I I, I uh, I'm Working through, yeah, that's very good. Yeah, okay, I'm proud of you. Yeah, you're working to get more cultured. Yeah, I haven't moved past (laughs) watching just silly shows like Preacher, which I love. I mean, Preacher is a very good show. It is a very good show, but like, I actually, I just, I've consumed every bit of Preacher media ever. I read all the comics, all the one one shots, and all the the prequels, and watched all the shows thus far. I like is don't it, sleep. I don't understand how you have this time. Yeah. No, it it cuts into sleeping. I just don't sleep anymore. I've transcended. What? I am now I mean, the, the sleepless. The sleepless man. The sleepless yeah. one. Yeah. Well, buddy, have I got a lot of media for you to consume? Oh, Frank, the sleepless one. Yeah. Please bless me with your just poor decisions. It's your new uh, new legendary creature name, Frank, the sleepless <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, Frank, he who sleeps not. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what do clubs bring to the the table for us? Like, how do they help you? They really helped you growing up, right? Yeah, I, I, I met a lot of good friends through there, and it gave me an outlet for my creativity, um, gave me an outlet for for doing stuff that wasn't getting into trouble or something of that ilk. Um, it was a really good way to like get invested and meet other people who enjoy similar interests. Because, you know, clubs always have a theme, right? And if it's drama or science or magic cards or RuneScape. I tried to make a RuneScape club. It didn't work. That's unfortunate. Um, it, it brings people together and it lets you be a part of something. And I really enjoyed that. And that's a very cool thing. And I think we're going to go to Mail and Memories now. Please. How do you feel about that? God, I feel so good. Okay, what's a Mail and Memory lock? A mailing memory is when you guys send us something you have in your brains. And you can email us that at downundercast at gmail.com. Yeah, please. Please do it. Please just type those 
D-O-W-N. Oh, boy. U-N-D-E-R. Those nine... Maybe you should have joined Math 13, Club. 13, yeah. Those 13 letters at gmail.com. Down under cast 13. Don't give me that look, Lucklin. Down under cast is 13 at gmail.com. And please send us a memory. We would love it. We would be ecstatic. And you know someone who, who just, despite our best efforts, really, just always writes in? Who, Frank? Who? Our Tell me. favorite frenemy, Rex. And he has one today. Are you going to do the Rex voice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yo, do, do you guys work things ironically? Or rather, do you wish you had? Would that make your fashion regrets less painful? Clearly, I have no relatable memories here. Rex. Okay, and, Rex. Uh, we can see the, the prompted responses here um, being, I do. Love it. I don't. Sorry. Let's just... Let's send one to him. Yeah. What about I, I think don't. I don't. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think that's, that's a good answer to our, our one, favorite yeah. frenemy. And I'm just going to press send. Bye. We'll yeah. Off into the atmosphere. Oh, it's under my name. That's good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Good, good, good. Um, I don't really wear things ironically. If I'm going to wear something, it's because I like it. I think I wear things for the aesthetic. Definitely. You do. You wear it for the meme sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you do wear things ironically. Oh, yeah. I'm just a more earnest person. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, and Rex, look, I don't know what kind of cargo shorts and polo shirts you're wearing, my dude, with those, like, Acer tennis shoes. Acer's a brand of laptop, not a brand of shoe. I goofed. I Dunlop. Dunlop? Okay. You're... Dunlop shoes and your full white socks, but I regret that. Okay, Rex? I regret that on your behalf, Rex. Yeah, Rex, I like imagine you in person and I'm like, oh, geez, Rex, you shouldn't wear pink with that blue. It just. You, really? You don't think pink and blue go together? I don't. Do they? It's a historical like, color combination. Oh, boy. Like, this is why I don't th- wear things ironically, because yeah. I would be like, hey, it's ironic. But also. I mean, you can wear things like that are like, just like fashionably ironically. Like what? Especially, especially if you wore something fashionable, it would definitely be ironic. Wow. I did do an ironic diss track to one of our mutual friends the other day. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it was really bad. It was very bad. It was really bad, but it was done ironically, well, so it's okay to be oh bad. God, it, I don't know. I don't know. At me if you want that diss track. At me if you want me to diss you. Okay, well, I, I don't like this segment. <laughs> the Hey, the diss segment. Yeah. Diss segment right here. Uh, That's what uh, it's called. Diss segment right here. At me. This is some sad lib shit. <laughs> Okay, we do have another one, and this is from our good friend, Maddie. Thanks, Maddie. Cheers, love. Uh, Am I doing it? Yeah. Hello. Okay. When we were little, my older brother would play a lot of pranks on me and my younger sibling. Some were a little more cruel and unusual than others. Like when he would cut up one of my dolls and put the severed body parts in an ice tray, then serve me lemonade with 
Barbie ice cubes. Do you have any memorable pranks you've played or pranks that were played on you? Maddie. Okay. This well, is like Dexter level shit. Hey, like, yeah. This is this is like deeply concerning. Maddie, I don't have any like real thing to say besides please just make sure your brother's not in the house and go find somewhere safe because he's a serial killer. <laughs> he is trying to murder you. And those those Barbies, they were the first step. He did the Dexter thing. In a twelve step program. That ends with you dying. It probably goes Barbie dolls, little animals, big animals, children. (laughs) Children are big animals. Teenagers, real adults. That's six. Okay, what's after real adults? You just loop back around. Old people. Old people. Babies. Babies real high up there because, like, only a monster would just deal with babies. Um, dogs? No, 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 dogs is number eleven. Once you <laughs> once you destroyed a dog, you've you've gone too far. Frank, you don't destroy a dog. You only destroy horses. Okay, horses is the next one because people right. do love horses. Uh, I feel like they were covered by little animals and big animals, but anyway. No, 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 no. no. Like, I'm talking little animals. I'm talking rabbits. Uh, What's a big animal? Goats. A uh, deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go hunting deer, okay. elk. Bears. Cut open a tauntaun and spend the night inside it. Like, If you can find a tauntaun and then you kill it, you're a monster because it's the only one in existence that's real and not in the Star Wars universe. And I don't, don't at me. What's number 11? You said dogs. Dogs. What's number 10? Uh, birds your, your mom. that are on the endangered list. Birds that are endangered animals. That's yeah. number 10. And then you're number 12. Maddie, so watch Maddie out. Maddie specifically. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know where your brother is in this horrible just 12-step program of death, but he's definitely past number one, and we don't know how far he's evolved. So <laughs> just leave the house, please. I did a, I do a lot of pranks, little, little pranks. I like booping people. I like making them look down on their shirt and then flicking their nose. That's like a signature franking. It is a signature franking. Um, I like going near ledges and like gently pushing people and catching them. And be like, I saved your life. Gosh, I'm really just a monster. Yeah, I'm kind of just an aggressive, aggressive dude. I like. What else do I like? Harley. Hello. We've been visited by an animal. Hello. Hi. Hello. Come on, Harley. Okay, fine. Harley, goodbye. I know. Come on. Oh, no, he wants more pets. Oh, wait, no. He's... Come on. Okay, I know. I love you. Goodbye. No, you have to go. Harley, no. Just wait. Oh, I've done it. I've I've stolen your dog. Come on, Harley. Okay, fine. Harley, you've got to go. I'm sorry. It's your curfew. Thank you, Mama Saunders. Thank you. Have you done any pranks, Lucky? Ah, bloody oath. I reckon I have in my time. I actually... All of your pranks, and you've done several pranks on me, and these pranks, and I use air quotations, 
have been just really destructive. Yeah. Do you remember at Nationals where I had my phone no. and you came up and you swatted my phone out and broke it? I don't think so. That I was think, a prank. I think there was someone else. Yeah, well, it did come you, under the uh, like prank umbrella of being very funny. So, Do you remember? Do you remember sitting at D&D... And it's all going okay, but I go to my room and I get a card because I had this new deck that I was really excited about and I wanted your opinion on something and I handed you the card and you looked me dead in the eye and you ripped it in half and threw it on the table. That was another of your pranks. I'm good that I'm just really, really glad that these are the style of pranks that you bestow upon me. They're Be very fair, funny. Everyone laughed, so. No, I don't know if people laughed. Yeah, everyone thought it was very funny, and all of my friends are laughing just off screen. You can't see them, but they're all having a good time. (laughs) No bully. In the the words of Jake, no bully, Lockie. No bully. No bully. Poor Jake. Yeah, poor Jake. Okay, well, look, Maddie, we tried. We really did our best. Um, Your brother might be a serial killer. Please stay safe. Please stay safe. Oh, you did amazing art. She did our first fan art, and that was so good. And it was Denver to Dog Under, and it was us as dogs. And you were a really good pug, and I was a corgi, which I still think I'm a Labrador. Whatever. But with a lip ring, and it was powerful and good, and I'll post it on social media. Yeah. And if you want to get in contact with us... You can find our social media at Down Undercast on Twitter. Uh, we also have a Facebook group. Uh, personally, I'm at Young Cardinals, and impersonally, I'm at Frankly My Dear. Yes, please, just both formally and informally, tweet all of your fun God drama soliloquies. Yeah, because he loves them. Currently, I'm tweeting about chia pudding. So if oh you're, my God, if you're he after, hasn't stopped. if you're I after don't chia hate pudding, it. I hate it. Chia pudding based it's content. Just please follow me. It's so medium. It's just it's it's, it's very good chia pudding. To be fair, okay, I'm just like chuffed that I can like make it, this thing and eat it. It can be tasty, but it's also just not what I want to read about my tweets. I want to see all Twitter drama. I don't want to see chia pudding recipes. Wholesome chia pudding. No, it's not wholesome. It's just just hungry, hungry, hungry chia pudding. Yeah, I'm I'm always hungry for pudding. <laughs> Right. Thank you so much for listening. If you could do us one small favor, though, before we uh, we hang up the proverbial podcast hat this week. And go eat some pudding. Uh, and go eat some pudding. Is you could just tell someone that you listen to this. And just, subscribe. Just Yeah, sure. Do that, too. And like and review. More, I think it's more important that you just tell someone. This like, has become really needy. I'm sorry that I'm being so needy. But please, just, just tell please, a friend. God, I'm so alone. Just please. Well, you're not that alone. You I'm have so me, sad. and you I'm have so Harley, sad. who just literally came and visited just us. Please tell somebody I'm here. I'm this trapped. is begging. This is this is the hat in hands. This is the bad look. Please <laughs> oh, have some dignity. Can Gil get a win? Come on, <laughs> somebody listen to Gil's podcast. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.